Welcome to Talking Beans, episode 105 of Talking Beans. Today, we are talking about the film that is Gremlins. Now, I've never seen this film before, guys. Well, I have now, of course. That's why we're doing a podcast. Um, but this is the second part of our Christmas spectacular of 2022. Of course, we've already done a Christmas special. Please go back and listen to that if you haven't already. We'll be just chat a load of rubbish about Christmas memories and things like that. But what we're going to do now, of course, as I've mentioned, is talk about the 1980s classic that is Gremlins. And I can say that now, boys, because I've actually seen it. Now, I'm Scott, joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hiya! Okay, that was exciting. <laughs> uh, and we're also joined by Justin, our special guest today. Justin, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I feel weird that I'm the only one that did do that. Uh, it's been a while, man. We Last time we had you on the podcast, Justin, was probably quite a few years ago. Maybe Fast and the Furious. Uh, obviously, we Whoa. had you on for some Star Wars. Uh, we also had you mm-hmm. on for Die Hard. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a while, but it's good to have you back. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back. Good, good. And. It has been, it's been quite a while. And uh, yeah, we're doing Gremlins, of course. Now, it was your idea, Justin, to do Gremlins. And uh, me and Tom were a little bit taken aback by this. Firstly, I said, is that a Christmas film? Because I think it's one of those that I've heard people kind of debate over the years. Uh, and then when mm-hmm. I mentioned it to Tom, Tom was basically saying, okay, basically not as traditional as I thought we were going to do, uh, but still. And then when I watched it, again, hadn't seen it before. To be fair, a lot of Christmas references. So I get where you're coming from. But Justin, why did you pick Gremlins? Well, two big reasons. One, I've loved it for fucking years. Okay. Should be swearing, should I? Yeah, you can swear. That's fine. <laughs> hey, just, 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 I know that um, one's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've always loved Gremlins. Always been a big fan. I love them because number two as well, you've got a lot more different characters as well, but we'll talk about that another time. But I love the characters and I've got like little figurines and shit. And, wow. Uh, and really I do also like thought that I've realised You've not seen it as well. And I was like, this is perfect, man. And I'd love to have a little debate as well to see if it really is a Christmas film. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And Tom, you, uh, your your kind of background with Gremlins, had you seen it before? I've only seen bits. I seem to remember it being one of those films I see around my nan uh, okay, when I was yeah. a kid. She was a big uh, fan, was she? <laughs> she, she loved Gremlins. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so there was tiny bits that I recognised, but I'd never seen it. I knew the rules. I think we all know the rules. I'm familiar with the yeah. uh, rules. I had no uh, idea about the rules. Like, let me tell you that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I've, I've got I've got thoughts and questions now. Okay. Justin, me and Scott Scott text me and said, I think something like he, he's got thoughts about this film or something. Yeah. And then I was watching it when he texted, and I said, Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> so. I don't know where Scott's coming from, but uh, yeah, um, I'm intrigued. I'm looking forward to well, it. Well, I'll get to my first note then. So basically, if you're if you're new here on the this uh, Talking Beans experience, uh, what we do is we basically go through the film uh, pretty much scene by scene as we go along, but we bounce around some tangents. So it's not all in order, but generally uh, we go through the kind of order of the film as much as we can. So I'm going to start with my first note, really. Uh, good place to start. And uh, it is that I have no real idea what this film's about. I had no clue going <laughs> into it. I was... I'd always heard of Gremlins and I'd seen the merchandise. I'd seen like memes. I'd seen clips and stuff like that. But... It really dawned me that I had no idea what the film was actually about. Like, and uh, two, well, a similar kind of note to that is, but I have heard a lot of people say, oh, maybe it's the Gremlins when things are going wrong. 
or like as if they're in things. I I've heard that growing up, and I didn't realize it came from this film. I had no idea because Gremlins is kind of a generic kind of term, and anyway, you know. And when they show Gizmo, which by the way, just jumping ahead, guys, stole my freaking heart, didn't it? Um, <laughs> loved Gizmo. I was like, oh yeah, this is Gremlins. Like I've seen Gizmo before. I've even heard Gizmo, and I think is it Mogwai? Mogwai was it? I've heard yeah. that before. I think, but definitely, obviously, more heard the Gizmo side of it. Um, and when they turn into the gremlins, I guess, uh, which again, we'll get to later on as we go through the story. But when they turned into them, I was literally sitting there thinking, I don't know what they're going to turn into. I have no recollection of what. Oh, that's a gremlin. That's what a gremlin. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> so like, I completely, I don't know. It's like over the years, I've seen gremlins as both sides, but never once gone. Oh, wait, that's the same film, if that makes sense. You know, I've seen the kind of Furby type looking thing and then I've set in this kind of evil rascal and both times been like yeah that's gremlins but I'd never really I don't think I'd ever really put them two together so uh yeah it's a weird film from an outsider's point of view I've got to say that Mm. I was finishing my ironing when I started it (laughs) so I don't know if I was distracted (laughs) but I thought the opening scene was set in like the 1930s or so it seems to have a very different vibe. I thought it was going to be like they found some mystical gremlin and then it travelled, like it just went through. But like, was it just me or did it seem like, I assume it was set in the 80s. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, of course it is because it's the same dad, isn't it? The dad doesn't age. So yeah, it is the 80s. But they're That's trying to be like, to check. it's Chinatown, it's quite different there. That's what they kind of do doing with that opening scene I think but um, I had to text that to Justin because Justin texted me and said that he just finished watching it and I was like I think I'm watching it does it start in Chinatown I had no idea what was going on I was like am yeah. I watching the right film like because well, again I didn't I, even know what to expect I thought Justin had lied to us because the opening scene apart from him saying he needs a Christmas <laughs> present and then I thought is this going to be Christmas and then as soon as he leaves the yeah. shop you suddenly hit with Christmas <laughs> <laughs> I like, here we go <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, what, what about you, Justin? First uh, impressions of those opening scenes, and uh, again, going to going to Chinatown and uh, purchasing Gizmo, I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, originally as well. Um, I didn't remember that scene. Like, I remember <laughs> it happening, but I've not watched it in years. Like, I completely yeah. forgot it starts. There, and I was like, "Well, this is a bit like mm, different." Duh, duh, duh. But um, and then I just loved the fact that he's trying to fucking sell this old Asian guy, like the old toothbrush and yeah, yeah, yeah. like Gizmo that does fucking everything. Um, hey gizmo funny use of the word well done mate and you can see as well that <laughs> um the little boy as well who's like he's looking at him like denying money you know when he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. 200 all right 300 all right and then he's like oh god i'll do it <laughs> i'll show you this yeah, yeah. gizmo i don't give a shit about rules and regulations exactly. little sneaky deal out the back yeah and uh yeah he kind of t- he touches on the kind of again what you touched on earlier don't don't basically get them wet. Don't feed them after midnight. And what was yeah. the other one? Uh, bright light. Bright light. Bright light. Um, <laughs> but what I don't get right now, I get out there. First of all, guys, I did enjoy this film. It is a film I did enjoy. I was, thought it was funny. I thought it was one of the weirdest films I've ever seen in my life. Um, but, but I did enjoy, it. and that's saying something because I was as soon as it finished, my thoughts were like, "That is again one of the strangest films I've ever seen." But, like, there are way stranger films out there. Don't get me wrong. But for a film to be a big pop culture hit and be that weird, it was so confusing to me. It, it, that's why I just didn't know what to expect. But anyway, we'll get into a bit of that as we go along. But one thing I've got to say, guys, is 
<laughs> the lack of explanation just threw me. Like, look, the, the dad just get he sees this creature he's never seen in his life and he goes, that's cool. Like, no one tells him what it is. Like, there's no explanation. They don't tell the audience what it is. Nothing. And I guess it plays into later on because, you know, they multiply and we find out as they go along. But I just spend my disbelief, even when he gifts it to his son and his son doesn't even go, what was this creature? <laughs> like, no one wants to take it to the vet. Like, no, like, you've never heard this thing in your life. I know he takes it to his teacher later on, but I, I just didn't understand that, guys. I mean, the dad is very lax anyway when he brings him home. And I mean, Gizmo's abused within five minutes. Those rules are forgotten. Yeah. And then when the rules are said, they're not adhered to. <laughs> you know, I, I will cover this more later on. I will say 95% of the humans in this are absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have what is coming to them. Yeah. They yeah, deserve yeah, everything. Yeah. It's a strange film, man. Um, I, I, I will say yeah. I, I struggled with it. I didn't really enjoy it, but I'm not. I, I would. I don't want to slate it because Justin loves it, and I don't think that's that's not nice. <laughs> but I've got questions, Justin. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, saying questions. That was my first kind of confusion in this film. It's just that they don't have questions and it gives us questions. Like nobody wanted nobody cared about these creatures. And every time someone did find out, I guess like the the teacher, scientist teacher, like and like you said, like not caring about the rules. It just made me laugh that they multiply and he literally goes later on, Hey look, watch, I'll do it again. You know, like and more pop out and stuff like that. Uh, but what I did like about the scene where he does use a little drop, it really emphasized how bad things were going to get when it fell in the pool. And it just kind of, you know, bubbled up and stuff like that. That was a great scene, by the way. The visuals there. And I think what a lot what I like about this film are the funny kind of visuals of the Gremlins doing things. Like they gave me the most chuckles. Like them dressed in human clothes, them getting drunk, hanging from like ceiling lights, watching Snow White, stuff like that. Like I think I could just watch those clips on a loop like i think i'd like to watch them again to see things i missed and things like that especially when there's loads of characters in one scene um but yeah uh yeah justin what do you think about the whole kind of loose kind of uh introduction of what these gremlins actually are um well i i feel like it kind of works in a way for the film as well because everyone's just so nearly witty like the mm. whole scene where they're in the bar and she's just pouring all these drinks with these gremlins i'm like going along with drinks with the gremlins? <laughs> and in one minute she switches and she's like i'm gonna kill these fuckers get out of here but she was pouring drinks for time man yeah <laughs> like yeah. Cigarettes and shit. <laughs> yeah no yeah i mean she's committed to her craft I I like anything's supposed to be a bit more yeah just can't take it too seriously you know for sure yeah, I think that's it. And that's, again, why I find it so strange because that's not generally... Out. Like, I put it in those, like, typical mid-80s kind of, like, you know, you're back to your fu- back to the futures and that kind of, like, uh, E.T., you know, those big films at the time uh, where there's something... Not, I wouldn't say grounded in reality. I've just mentioned Back to the Future and E.T. But, um, <laughs> but the characters are a little bit more grounded themselves is what I mean. The humans are grounded. Whereas in this, they are so willy-nilly. It's, it kind of reminds me more of, like... Um, well, I guess things like Evil Dead and things like that. I like, like, it's just this kind of over the top characteristic of of human life. You know, like you say, the carrying she carries on serving and stuff like that. And I do like the over the top characters, though. I got to say, you know, that right kind of annoying old dear 
who comes in the bank and stuff like that. Like, oh, mate, when she flew through that window was a fantastic scene. <laughs> oh, mate. That- uh, but that's that's the time that I laughed out loudest most was when she went yeah, out. Yeah, same, same. I, I have got a note of Mrs. Deagle, more like Mrs. Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> you said it, buddy. Um, you know what? I've got to say, though, we're talking about some of the strange characters and acting. The dog is one of the best dog actors I've seen in my entire life. Honestly, how did There's they get the dog to act that well? I wondered yeah. if it was yeah. There's a bit where the dog. I think it's when Gizmo is driving behind it, and the dog like jumps up. Yeah, yeah. It reacts so that well. Dog to it. Was a far better actor than Billy was. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what I mean, I don't get the dog being in the bank. That's confusing as well. But um, the dog, when it gets like when you first think, when you first kind of realize that these gremlins are up to no good, they they tie the dog up, obviously, right? I swear the first scene it shows of that dog is legit that dog tied up, which that can't be good. Like, like the way they treated that dog in real, like surely when it shows it from another angle, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's a dummy. It's a fake. But I swear the first shot is definitely the real dog. They literally hung this dog upside down in Christmas lights. What the hell, man? It did look really real though. I really couldn't tell, but it's when you started moving him and it sort of looked a bit more still. Yeah. But when you first out on him, just hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that again, man. But I, hey, other than the potential uh, uh, issue there, uh, what a fantastic dog, man! Like, yeah, really, really. I guess it's because it's not acting. Like they genuinely did make the jog- dog jump every now and then. They drove a toy car past it. Of course, the dog's gonna react. Yeah. When I was watching it, I did think. Scotty's gonna love that dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was pleased that uh, Judge Reinhold is in this film, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, I know him most from the police, um, not police academy, Beverly Hills Cop films. He, um, I can't remember his name. He's the um, what is he like? His colleague, Billy's colleague. I don't remember it. What? Who's um, Billy's colleague? Do you mean? Do you I don't mean... remember Billy having any mates except for the girlfriend. <laughs> Well, Billy Nomads. Billy Nomads. <laughs> God, Justin. What, oh, wait. Is that when they're in the bar? Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. that's like really successful or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he says, uh, he says, by the, he, he lays out a plan. He says, by the time I'm 25 and by the time I'm 30, bro, you look 30 now. You ain't <laughs> under 25. He said he was 23 as well. I was like, what? What are they drinking in that water, mate? Or that pub? I, I did appreciate they were trying to save a pub there, but then I thought that was going to be a big part of the story and actually do try and like, save the pub. No, the gremlins destroy it. Like That pub ain't getting saved. There is, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, when Billy's used... I mean, I, I don't like him, but I'm interested in everything Billy does. He's using, uh, he's using an egg machine in the kitchen, and that egg machine looks like a lot of faff. Yeah, well, all these inventions are, isn't it? That one I thought was real. I thought it was like a real 80s invention I just didn't really know about until I realised, yeah. oh, wait, no, it's the dad, in it? The dad's making these weird things like that coffee, though. My goodness, that looked bad. Yeah. Nasty. I'm still not sure what his actual toothpaste invention, what what was that? What was he trying to achieve with that? Like a Swiss knife, but with like a razor blade and a toothbrush. And it was like everything in one little, one little contraption. With toothpaste in it that comes out at like projectile yeah. speed. Yeah, because that was meant to throw onto the toothbrush, isn't it? And it, it doesn't work properly. And then the same thing happens later on with uh, the uh, shaving foam, of course. Um, now, when I started to realize this isn't quite the film I thought it was, 
like and like these characters aren't grounded in reality and they've got flaws and these gremlins are like not as cute as I thought they were going to be. Uh, of course, is when they start to turn themselves and what they do to the dog. But also um, the bit where the girl said something along the lines of instead of opening up, she was talking, not everyone likes Christmas. Yep. <laughs> Some of them, instead of opening presents, are opening up their wrists. I was like, what? <laughs> what did she just yeah. say? <laughs> I thought it was a kid's <laughs> film. What the hell? <laughs> It went dark yeah. quick, man. Like, it only took two seconds. Uh. <laughs> so my note is, how dumb is Billy thinking everyone is okay at Christmas? She mentioned suicide. <laughs> he says, well, now I'm depressed. Well, make it all about you, Bill. And then, <laughs> and, and then, and then I just went on a rant in my notes. He's been abusing his pets. He probably hung his dog up. He's a douchebag. Yeah, and then later on, when she actually tells him what happened about her dad dying, which is a hilarious story in itself, right? He's not listening. He's just carry on doing what he's doing. He's awful. <laughs> I think. Well, yeah, so, but that story, my gosh, it made me think, do you reckon anyone's actually died like that in real life? Because that's kind of like sweet, but sad that, that he was trying to, you know, if you haven't seen the film in a while, guys, you don't remember what we're talking about. She tells the story that her dad died and they found him in the chimney because he tried to shimmy down just as Father Christmas. They found him dead with the presents. Did he break his neck in there or something like that? But someone must have tried yeah. to climb down the chimney and pretend to be Father Christmas before, right? Yeah. Well, how how long has it been since we've had, like, fat chimneys? Well, what do you mean? Like, since we stopped having them or started having them? Stopped. Oh. I, I mean, I feel like it must have happened, but then I feel like I've never known anyone to Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, most most of them have been, like, blocked up for at least 40 years, I'd say. Mm. So, Let's yeah. Back, so if this pod could achieve... I feel like it must have happened. It must have happened, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, possibilities. Yeah, it just... But anyway, let's get back on track with the actual storyline itself. Of course, um, a little bit of water goes on the... Um, the guys uh, on Gizmo even, and uh, about five or six of them pop out. We we meet Stripe, who I love, of course, uh, mm-hmm. right little badass. Um, and you know he's going to be trouble. Now, the whole thing about the food, they showed a clock in the background, and it's like 11.20 at the time. And then they showed a teacher, who's a bit of a twat himself as well, like taking the blood off the little cute one. So I get your point there, Tom. Um, and his clock shows like... Was it 240? Yeah, shows 240. Then it goes back, and the other clock with uh Billy is 1135. And I thought, oh, continuity error, guys. They've messed that one up. I'm paying attention to the clock because I know the rules. No, yeah, turns out these gremlins, the little oh, you little clever so <laughs> I literally wrote it down as a goof. I thought, I'm gonna bring that one up, and then no, that was the point of that scene. I thought that was great, and then we I just the way, they bring in the, the way they bring the focus on the clock. So, you know, like you're watching that. And then I feel like, because I did the exact same thing. When you go back and you're like, aha, this scene was three hours later. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's very clear. They draw you in. like The way both of you reacted to the clock, I would take that over Billy finding out that his clock was broken. <laughs> looking at his mum and going, what's going on here? <laughs> <Again>, he's <open. laughs> <laughs> and that reaction as well was just so um, um okay. now 
So obviously, then they all start to hatch, as we mentioned earlier on. And then we see the actual gremlin gremlins uh, that, again, I, I do kind of recognize now. Um, and I was very shocked when the first thing the mum decides to do was pick up a knife. I still weren't sure what, what kind of film this was. But when she picked up that knife, I thought, hold on a minute. <laughs> this ain't a kid's film, is it? So, <laughs> so she picks up a knife. She goes into the gremlins. And then I couldn't believe it when she she blended the gremlin upside down. I could not believe it. I was yeah. jaw on the floor, guys. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Obviously, little did I know it was about to get <laughs> real dark uh, with a million other deaths as we go along. But I was conflicted through so much of this film of like, yeah, I know they're kind of naughty little creatures, but they're still lovable and cute. And like, like they weren't... There's, all right, they get to a point where the gremlins are trying to actively hurt the people, the characters, and murder them. But at this stage, I still felt like, come on, love, you're kind of a bit OTT there. Put them in a cage and send it off to NASA. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. So, so Phoebe Cates as the girlfriend is probably the only decent human I'll accept. I thought the mum was all right until, as you said, she started she doing that. And then, to add to that, locking him in the microwave wasn't enough. Oh, for she, oh, she turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> He's in, pri- he's in his microwave prison. He can't get out. You don't need oh. to cook him. Oh, yeah. But then again, is it any wonder Billy turned out the way he did with a mum like that? <laughs> True. And a dad who fires toothpaste at everyone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I couldn't believe... Um, I couldn't believe they, they killed the gremlin like that. But again, that was a kind of a sign of things to come uh, as we went along. Uh, Justin, since you are a, a big fan of the film, I'm sure you've got your favourites already. But what are your favourite kind of gremlin moments as far as maybe the deaths or uh, kind of uh, dress-up scenes? Which are some of my favourite ones, them dressing up. I guess with the dressing up, like I love it when the whole feeling and vibe just sort of changes. And he's just like, he's there with his... Like, I think he's got a cigar or something and he's got like a hat and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> and then another one comes in with something like with soft puppets isn't it yeah. it's like a puppet holding puppets like whoa <laughs> puppetception <laughs> um, yeah I love that scene and he's just like oh what the fuck yeah I, that's, that's the one you said earlier it. I think the bar is my favourite just the way mm-hmm. they're dressed um yeah, that's the that's the bit you're talking about, actually, isn't it? The bit where yeah, the guy, the guy the like he's playing bar. cards or something like that. It's sort of like a mafia sort of thing or something, isn't it? Like, uh, I think Strike's playing poker with the boys. Yeah, like, that's it. Back. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Um, I did notice though when they blended the guy. It was blue, and I thought, oh, that's because they don't want to have it too gruesome, you know. Like they probably couldn't show that it was red blood or something like that. But like Ooh. every time I thought something like that, they proved me wrong by like microwaving one, you know. Like it's just I couldn't, I couldn't believe the level of violence like on these gremlins. I couldn't believe like this must have been watched by so many kids and given them nightmares, right? This could, this surely shaped a generation. Yeah, I can't think it gave me any nightmares. That's like I've always loved it. Yeah, well, when really did young. you first watch it then, Just? Was you um, was you a kid? Yeah, very young. I can't think how young, maybe five or something. Bloody hell, man. You're a dark, dark man. <laughs> I, mean, then again, I did watch Hellraiser like 10 or something. Oh, so, so that was like, nothing. It's like the good middle ground. Okay, yeah, yeah. From, from Gremlins to Hellraiser. <laughs> uh, yeah, what about you, Tom? What's your favourite uh, memory of the Gremlins? 
Well, at some point, about an hour into it, I started having an existential crisis. And I asked myself the question, am I gizmo? Because <laughs> What? Because when you like, get wet, you multiply. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like food after 8pm. Okay. Uh, I don't like water. <laughs> all Drinking right. it or getting in it, apart from a bath. Uh, and, as listeners of the pub will know, I don't like bright lights. Yeah, so, good point. That was... That I was might have, well, we should just give you your own little gremlin name, like Tismo or something. <laughs> I mean, Stripes were rather cool, though, but I'd like to say like that. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get called Mohawk for that. Um, <laughs> speaking of cool... Um, Justin. Oh, Justin, there we go. Uh, one of the coolest guys in TV, uh, Mr. Mike Ermintrout. There we go. Uh, of course, yeah. shows up We're in this as well. That was that was nice, wasn't it? Seeing young Mike. Yeah, I had no idea he was in that film. Like I completely forgot. Really? Yeah. Like only only because now I know him as in, like, in Breaking Bad. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny as well because in Breaking Bad he's the next cop. So is this the real origin story yeah. for Mike Ermintrout? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that why he's so cold? That's, He'll kill anyone. <laughs> he's been there before. He's, he's killed. He's killed gremlins. He's seen gremlins die. Uh, well, he saw that uh, that woman die firsthand, lying right in front of the car. And then, they, yeah, they just did up the it's window. Santa, they, isn't it? You what? They just fucking left Santa. Yeah, like yeah. Just did the window up. Like, like yeah, yeah, see you later. Worst cops. Yeah, again, Tom. You're right. Horrible characters. Um, <laughs> but they do see that swimming pool scene, which is fantastically shot by the way, the, the lights and the, the way the water's bubbling up and you just know it's going to be chaos. Now, it worked out conveniently, don't get me wrong, that they all ended up in the cinema, except for Stripe, who goes on a hunt for some candy. Uh, but that was a great scene as well. Um, yeah, but yeah. a bit of... <laughs> there we go, I thought he was back. Flip an egg. Uh, yeah. I, um, a bit of a hole, though, if I've got to put any in the... Uh, kind of logic of the film <laughs> is uh, <laughs> just turn the light on in the cinema uh, why did why did they have to go so gruesome with it why couldn't they just turn the light on they would have all died if they turn the light on they'd all just run out they don't die with like bright light but sunlight kills them oh so it's got to be really bright basically uh, they just set it set it ablaze yeah because gizmo would yeah a little bit like gizmo would scream but then obviously stripe in the light for a long time, strong killed him. Speaking of which, there's light coming over your shoulder right now, Justin. Looks like it's going to attack you, so I'd watch out. Um, so in that in that cinema scene, have, mm. have you seen number two, Justin? Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if you remember. So I know exactly I, what you're about. I, have, I think I have a memory of seeing bits of number two around my nans, and I think the bit that I think of is in a cinema, and I was very yeah. excited for you, Scotty, because if there's a cinema scene. And Mr. Hulk Hogan is in it. What? And I thought, what? He's one. telling off the gremlins. He's like, look here, you. What? Get this back rolling. Yeah, sadly, it's number two. But yeah, the Hulkster is in the gremlins. Oh, well, too. all right. Well, of course, this is just about the first one. But since yeah. you brought it up, um, Gremlins 2, then, is, it, is, it, is it regarded as a, as a good sequel? Like, is it as... Is like, it on par with the first one, or is it one of those kind of films where people forget about the sequel? I love number two, man. Like, yeah. I think I might go as far as to say I prefer it, but I think it's because I watched it more as a kid, so I okay. just know more about it. Yeah. But 
it is a brilliant film. Now I'm excited to watch number two. I'm, I've got to realise if that's a Christmas film as well or not. I think it's there around Christmas, but I'm not too Yeah, sure. I mean, to your credit, this one... All right, how do we define it, guys? Is it a Christmas film? I would say it features enough Christmas things in it that it's a Christmas film. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd, I'd go along with that. It's not about Christmas. And I know Die Hard comes up a lot. If you want to know our thoughts on Die Hard, go listen to our Die Hard pod from a few years ago as well. Of course, it was on our Christmas Spectacular back in the day. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say it's a Christmas film because it's a, Gizmo's a Christmas present, number one. They play Christmas music at the start. It's snowing. Come on. Um, and yeah, just so much of it is about Christmas. So my, not my, argument, my argument with Die Hard is Die Hard doesn't happen unless the Christmas Eve party happens. So it's Christmas. And Gizmo doesn't get bought unless yeah. he's a Christmas program. Unless so. he's, yeah, good point there. Um, but yeah, I, I am intrigued to watch the yeah. second one, though. I, I do I do like the, like the sound of seeing more of this, and especially of seeing Hulk Hogan uh, react to Gremlins. But uh, just a quick question on that. The way they kill off Stripe, uh, but at the time, he's about to multiply. Uh, is that where the second one comes into it? Because... It shows them bubbling up on the floor and then it shows them walking away and then the bubbles go. The bubbles come back and then the bubbles go again and then it cuts the scene. So I was thinking when the bubbles were on the floor that that's how they come back. Is that anything to do with the second film? Nah. Oh. The, puddle, the puddle is just a puddle and then oh. sort of zoomed in to show it stopped bubbling, I think. Yeah, and but it, like, it, guy's comes, it comes cool. back like twice though. Ah, oh, I thought yeah. that'd be where we go. Okay, all right. Well, I'll, I'll leave that to an actual Just viewing of again in the second Gremlins. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> is is Gizmo? It happens. Is it Gizmo then? I'm sure they got to bring back Gizmo, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. That's so good essentially, I think because uh, at the end of this film, the old man says, "When you're ready." Like, ah, you're okay. Sort of okay. Thing. Yeah. Cute little thing, though, Gizmo. Uh, what? He's a sweetheart. He is, yeah. I thought you were insulting me then. I was like, all right, stay. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Gizmo. Um, you know what, though? The kiss. Now, we say it in a lot of films that it doesn't need a love story or anything like that. If there was ever a film where that was true, it was this film. It definitely did not lead a love story. And mm. so much so that when they kissed, it was so unnecessary. Like, I genuinely. I have no idea why they put a love story in this. <laughs> yeah, for the romance fans. Maybe. I know, but yeah, the, the romance fans. I'm sure there's some <laughs> out there. Everyone's a bit in love on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Is man. it just that like quota to fill in case you go, you're taking someone on a date and you go, there you go, look, it's a love. It's there a love you go, It's a romantic, <laughs> romantic comedy. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. But yeah, it's just so, yeah, exactly. I mean, it could have just been two mates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard enough believing that Billy's going to have a girlfriend, let alone mates, as we said earlier. So, <laughs> Billy, no mates. Billy with a girlfriend—that's that's more reasonable. Um... I, at, at some point, one of my notes is for me: it just stopped being a film, and things just happened. <laughs> Maybe the kids like, yeah, there was no narrative anymore. Like... There was nothing was happening, but things was happening. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was honestly. It was like, and this is. It's the things I liked about it, don't get me wrong. But it was like a greatest hits of like funny, like see what would be funny if the if the gremlin dressed like this, or if the gremlin did this, or if he ate this or he drank that. 
what would be funny with these like that was lit i feel like it was to make a ton of memes which of course didn't really exist at the time but mm. that's i honestly feel like that's what this film is it's just a ton of funny clips put together yeah yeah and yeah and i feel like like again i, I don't want to press too much on number two but i feel like they turn that like dial up for number two like having the <laughs> in situations i can, and, I can only imagine but that, so, that's what i mean because of that because it is so unconventional like again i don't get me wrong i know there's really strange films out there and really kind of like you have to think about it or watch it 17 times to get these little nuanced things i'm not saying it's like that but it is just still so different from the formula that you usually see in hollywood uh, especially around these kind of like pop culture films that go break through that barrier and like end up being like icons from the eighties and stuff like that. It's honestly, it's, <laughs> my, my biggest note is probably like, it's not, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Like I'm, I'm so shocked by this film, but again, I still enjoyed a lot about it. Um, all right. So um, just going to quickly get into some housekeeping here. If, uh, if you're new here again, please uh, subscribe. Thank you very much for, for joining us on the podcast here. Uh, and of course, we did have our Christmas special, so I hope you enjoyed that as well. But what we tend to do here is uh, talk film and TV and things like that. So if you're into this kind of thing, please subscribe to the podcast. Check out our archive. As I mentioned, we've got 104 episodes uh, before this one, and we are part of the Rebellious Noise family, uh, which you can check us out at revnoise.com. And uh, if you uh, fancy buying anything on our shop that'd be great but if you don't fancy doing that and you want to buy something on amazon then please click on our amazon link because you can buy maybe you can get gremlins one and two on blu-ray uh maybe you can get a little gremlins t-shirt that'd be nice or maybe you're just gonna buy um some beer for your new year's party who knows uh, whatever you're buying it's your regular price and things like that your regular amazon but clicking that link will kick a few pennies back to us to keep the lights on and keep the mics on right uh let's get into kind of final thoughts on this film uh guys Again, I really, I really did enjoy it. I just think it's what I like. I've never seen anything like it, and my my rating as I was watching it was going up and down. And what I thought about the film, like it was twisting and turning so much. Um, I do kind of wish I watched it when I was younger, though, because yeah, it was a very lighthearted, easy watch. Like, I feel like if I was at a party or something, or it was just on in the background. I'd enjoy dipping in and out of this film, but I don't think I'd ever like actively be like, you know what I fancy watching because I think I've jo- it's come too late in my life basically. But those clips, I will search out those clips and I might watch the sequel to be fair, if the, uh, if the day ever calls for it. So uh, yeah, I really, I really did enjoy it. Um, I'm going to give it, and of course we rate things out at a 10 pound note, what you'd pay to see it in the cinema. Of course, uh, cost of living things have changed now. So uh, that's a, it's a tight rating now, but out of a 10 pound note, I'm going to give it. Six pound 50. I was going to go six. And then when it went wild, I thought it was hilarious. And I was going up to a seven. And then I remembered I gave some star Wars film sevens. And I know that I'd annoy a few people if I put gremlins on the same uh, level as that, but for what it is, it was just a fun film with a lot of funny moments. It was just enjoyable. It was very silly and not what I expected. But yeah, £6.50. Decent, decent film. Nice. I, yeah, same as you. My rating was all over the place. Um, and I was I was going to raise it by 50 pence because uh, I've enjoyed this chat. But I, did, I didn't really enjoy the fi- I was just left bewildered. Um, so uh, £5.50. Five £5.50. <laughs> So, sorry, Justin. Justin's about to drop a ten pound note on this film. I can tell uh, it. 
I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I hope I haven't insulted it. Uh, I hope your childhood memories are intact. But it just worked for me, brother. Go ahead, Just. Cool. So uh, me and Tom ain't friends anymore. He's got a gremlin on me. Well, I also happen to have the... Uh, oh, no, he's got a DVD right there. <laughs> Look at that. Stripe on the front. What an icon. Honestly, I'm going to start looking into all the merch and stuff like that. I, I think it's such a great kind of merchandise kind of machine. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go on, Justin, rating for did the film. That, uh, did you know that Drop Dead had a whole like Gremlins range as well? Oh, the clothing brand. Oh, yeah. no. I've oh, got so much to research. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So um, I do really love the film, but because I know most of it is just from like childhood nostalgia and shit. Yeah. I think there was definitely a few flaws in it now watching it again. But... <laughs> no. That's big of you, man. It's big of you to say. Yeah. <sighs> it took me hard to cut. <laughs> it's been a long journey. Um, I'm going to give it eight. Eight, eight pounds. It's a solid eight quid. Uh, yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate that you took into account, you know, your kind of. Um, your love for the film and, and watching it as a youngster and of course how that can sway your vote so you try to kind of be sensible with it and me and tom the same i think we both agree that if we had watched it when we we're younger uh so i think i gave it maybe that extra 50p uh for that as well because i think yeah watching it in this day and age it was just confusing but i think watching it as a youngster mm-hmm. i would have found a lot more of it like forgivable if that makes sense you know yeah. but still very funny uh the bits i did like and uh i just i like the fact that it isn't what i expect you know like it's a completely different film to to what I was uh, thinking of going into it. But anyway, uh, it's been really good talking Gremlins, guys. Uh, thankfully, we haven't seen any pop up here uh, on this podcast. Thank you for coming on, Justin. Hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, thanks for suggesting the film. You're welcome. Uh, Tom, anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, humans and specifically Billy are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 